Konnichiwa and welcome back to another episode of the Japan Rugby Weekly Podcast. I'm Doug the Translator and this week we'll preview the next round of the Japan Rugby League One and also go through all the news from the week. Let's go! Welcome back everyone uh, to another episode of Japan Rugby Weekly. Hope you're all uh, doing well this Saturday morning or whenever you are listening. Uh, for everyone not in Japan, most of the country has gone into a quasi state of emergency. So now 34 of the 47 prefectures are uh, in this yeah quasi state of emergency. Uh, but I think each prefecture basically has its own rules and uh, details on what that means. And yeah, I say rules, normally guidelines, uh, like for example, Hokkaido, the most uh, northern prefecture, I think restaurants, uh, things like karaoke parlors and stuff, uh, if they've been certified as taking antivirus measures, um, then they can keep serving alcohol until 8pm, but then they got to um, go alcohol free for the <clears throat> until 9 uh, when they're urged to close. Um, and again, I say urged uh, as it's no like real rules uh, about it, it's just guidelines. Um, I don't think anything can necessarily happen to you for not following these rules if you're a small business. Um, but they also say uncertified establishments, so uh, places that haven't been proven to uh, take antivirus measures, they're urged to uh, avoid selling alcohol and close by 8pm. So that's just an example of one prefecture, what they're doing. Every prefecture seems to be different. So if you're living in Japan, make sure you check out uh, what your prefecture says. But uh Probably like what's happening with a lot of the world is a bit of fatigue related to these state of emergencies. I think with every single one uh, that we get, there's less and less people uh, following the rules. So um, hopefully we get through to the uh, other side. There's obviously a lot of uh, cases in Japan just skyrocketing. Uh, I think the daily COVID cases in Japan topped uh, 80,000 yesterday. So it's definitely a lot more than we've had. Yeah, hopefully we can get through to the other side and uh, get back to just focusing on rugby. The best way to uh, do that though is to talk about the rugby, yes. So just quickly recapping round three of Div 1. Obviously there were a lot of cancellations last weekend. The first match of the round, Torship of Brave Lupus against the Black Rams. Tokyo was cancelled, as was the uh, NTT Com Shining Arcs versus the Green Rockets game. The Cabelco Corbe Steelers versus the Kubitas Bears uh, did go ahead. The Corbett team getting their first win of the season 27-22. I think, uh, yeah, in a result that, uh, surprised probably a lot of people. Corbett, uh, obviously got basically, uh, dominated against Cannon the, uh, the week before, but yeah, coming up against a strong Kibota team in pretty good form. Yeah, they played well. Four tries to two, uh, to get their campaign, uh, up and running. And then the last game, on that day for Division 1, again was cancelled to Arturo Verblitz against NTT Dokomo, uh Red Hurricane. So uh, the Verblitz getting the points on that one. We had uh, the Shizuoka Blue Revs against Tokyo Sun Goliath uh, cancelled. With the Blue Revs uh, not being able to play for the third week in a row. Uh, and giving the points to Santori. In the final match around had uh, the Saitama Wild Knights. Coming back from two weeks of isolation to play their first game against uh, the Yokama Cannon Eagles, who were running real hot, who were unbeaten. Uh, the Wild Knights thought you know they were going to be rusty up against a team in good form. wasn't sure how it was going to go, but 
They were able to get a 27-3 win, uh, three tries to zero, giving them a bonus point, and again, getting their campaign up and running as well. Uh, so, yeah, uh, that was, like I said, real surprising game. There were a lot of chances early for Cannon. Uh, they got held up over the line twice. I think it was uh, Muffy both times. But that defence from the Wild Knights held firm, and I think uh, that's probably one thing that they'll be uh, yeah, chuffed about. But like I said, uh, great to see the Wild Knights back in action. And even though there were only uh, two games in Div 1 uh, over the weekend, they were actually uh, played. They were both still uh, good quality games and uh, great to see. Thanks so uh, quickly going through the Round 2 uh, scores from Division 2. Obviously, round uh, Division 1, 2, and 3 have slightly different schedules. They've got a uh, different number of teams, so it's run a little bit different. But the Mitsubishi Heavy Industry Sagamihara Dynabors got over the Sky Actives Hiroshima 52 to 25 for a bonus point win. Uh, the Hanazono Kintes Liners got a big 62 10 win against uh, the Mie Honda Heat and the Hino Red Dolphins. Uh, were too good for the Kamashi Sea Waves winning 56-17. So uh, three bonus point wins there in the second division. Then lastly, uh, for Division 3, again, they're in their second round. The Minokata Senex Blues just got over the Chugoku Denyoku Red Regu Lions, uh, 17-15. Great match by the uh, Chudin team. I see uh, Quirky, who's joined the uh, Regu Lions this season, Talked a lot about what they've been doing through this uh, preseason, and um, yeah, the results are definitely showing they uh, obviously weren't able to get the win against uh, Minokata, but the Blues were a Division One team last season, and yeah, Chudin they have really come a long way to get within two points, and that was a thrilling game as well. They were winning in the last few minutes before the Blues got a uh, a drop kick to get that two point win right at the end. So, a uh, real exciting match there. And then the second game of the round, uh, have Kyuden, uh, Kyushu Denyoku, the Kyuden Baltics up against the Shimizu Blue Sharks. Uh, Kyuden winning 17 to 12, but winning three tries to nil. Uh, Shimizu getting all their 12 points from, uh, four penalties. Which meant, uh, even though it was only a five point win, Kyuden were able to get a bonus point. Shimizu also got a bonus point in their loss. And again, yeah, that was a real uh, exciting game. Shimizu had penalty after penalty right at the end there. Uh, kept going for the scrum, uh, which meant Kuden ended up uh, getting one there. Front row sent off. Obviously, if your front row gets sent off, you get to bring a front row back on and lose a player somewhere else. And uh, they just kept going for the uh, scrum, which kept getting penalised. But yeah, I thought it was an interesting call to just keep going for those uh, as... You know, they weren't really getting much pay out of it. Obviously, they got a yellow card out of it, but from there, there's not too much more you can gain from just repeatedly going to that scrum. Uh, I guess you could get another front row sent off, but yeah. And then it was a really wet, rainy day. Uh, they finally uh, got to a scrum that, that they didn't get a penalty advantage for, gave it to the back line and uh, dropped it cold, so... Yeah, Kudin were able to hold on to that win uh, the last play of the game. But yeah, again, interesting tactics. I think after you get that yellow card uh, from that scrum, I guess going a different way, maybe kicking to the corner might have been the option, but it's obviously easy to say in hindsight. And what well, don't know, I'm just a translator. <laughs> and then uh, the last game of that D1 
Division 3 Round 2 uh, was cancelled with Kurita Watergash, still not able to field a team because of COVID, giving the points to the Toyota Shoki uh, Shadows, who have also not been able to play a game yet. So yeah, just a quick rundown for all the um on all the results over the weekend obviously a bit to get through but quickly next just going through a bit of news for this week the yes, news of the week was that the uh wild knights posted their team uh on thursday three hours uh after they were supposed to be announced there's a deadline of 48 hours before the game uh in japan and all teams every single team puts it out exactly 48 hours before not a minute before or after so a team putting out three hours after is a, yeah, it's a scandal basically. But apparently they had one false positive uh, COVID case, which is why they delayed their team announcement. Corbett originally put their team out in time, but then suddenly uh, deleted it. So yeah, there's a lot of uh, speculation about if this team, if this game was going to go ahead, thought uh, there might be a few cases in the Panasonic team again, which would mean another cancellation, but uh at this stage, I mean, we are about eight hours before kickoff here as I'm uh, recording this, but it looks like it's all going to go ahead. Really excited to see what's going to happen in this game. Uh, obviously, both teams coming off wins, their first wins of the season, which isn't something that you would normally expect to say in round four for the likes of Panasonic and Corby, uh, but was really impressed by uh, center Dylan Riley for Panasonic are just dominating Kennan in defense. Just, just big hit after big hit there so I uh, can't wait to see him up against Tim Lafayette both uh, playing for Japan at the moment obviously you've got both teams just stacked with uh, Japanese internationals and uh, foreign internationals throughout both teams so yeah can't wait for that game and I guess the other big news at this stage is that there are no more there haven't been any cancellations for any of the leagues yet so yeah how good um, we've got uh, Toshiba against the Verblitz, Toyota Verblitz uh, at noon on Saturday, followed by uh, the Kubota Spears against the NEC Green Rockets at uh, 2.30, which is done at the same time as the uh, before-mentioned Kobe vs. Panna game. So again, for some reason uh, in Japan, they love putting games on at the exact same time, so you're not going to be able to watch both those games live, but hopefully you'll be able to flick through and uh, yeah, keep up to date. And then on Sunday, we got the uh, Black Rams Tokyo, the Rico team against uh, Tokyo Sun Goliath, so uh, another Tokyo derby there at noon on Sunday, uh, followed by two games at 2.30, the Yokohama Cannon Eagles against the NTDCOM Shining Arcs Ureyasu uh, and the Shizuoka Blue Revs will hopefully be playing their first game of the round against the Red Hurricanes uh, Osaka. So yeah, it'll be real interesting to see how uh, the Shizuoka team previously known as uh, Yamaha go up against a struggling Red Hurricanes team who I have played two out of three of their games, I think, but uh, haven't been able to uh, get a result yet uh, and also had to pull out of their game last week because of COVID against uh, Toyota. So, um, yeah, they'll be looking to get their campaign up and running, as will the uh, Shizuoka Blue Rev. So, um, definitely a game to watch there. In uh, Div 2 and 3, every second round is split over two weeks. So, uh, for this week, there's only one game in Division 2, and that is on Sunday at noon, uh, the Mie Honda Heat against the Hino Red Dolphins, Hino after getting bonus point wins against Kamaishi and Mazda. Uh, top of the table, 
up against the Honda team who uh, had a good first up win against Kamaishi in their first round before uh, you know, a big shock loss against uh, the Quaid Cooper-led uh, Kintes Liners. So they'll be looking to bounce back against Hino. Uh, so yeah, that's definitely going to be an exciting game to watch. And the other round three games for Division 2 are going to be next week on the 5th and 6th of February uh, with the mighty, mighty uh, Sagami Hara Dinobors up against the Kamaishi Sea Waves here in Kanagawa, uh, followed uh, by the Sky Actives Hiroshima, the Maz team, against the Hanazono Kintetsu Liners on the Sunday. So just uh, one game to bring to you for that uh, division. And then lastly, uh, Division 3, their round three games, uh, again, like Division 2 split over two weeks, but they've got two games this week, one game next week. Their games are the, we've got the Red Reggae Lions up against the uh, Shoki Shadows, who will hopefully be playing their first game uh, at noon on the Saturday. And then um, on Sunday at 2.30, we've got the Fukuoka Derby, Kuden against the San Explos, Minokata San Explos. So uh, both teams coming off uh, wins last round, so it'll be interesting to see uh, how they go there. Obviously, in Division 3, their first round or three games got cancelled. So even though it is round three, it is only the uh, second week of games for most of these teams. Uh, and then in a week's time, we've got the uh, Watergash, Kurita Watergash against the Shimizu uh, Blue Sharks on Sunday, the 6th of Feb at noon. So uh, if you're around Tokyo, they once played in Chichiminomiya. So uh, yeah, make sure you uh, get out and support the boys. Uh, so that uh, pretty much... Is it for this uh, quick preview review episode? Hopefully, uh, like I said, all the games uh, go ahead. There's been a lot of cancellation, especially in the uh, Division 1. Um, so obviously, at the moment, you've got Suntory leading with three victories. Uh, one of them, obviously, they didn't play, but they uh, were able to get the victory because the other team pulled out with the COVID. Then you've got five teams on two bonus point wins uh, and one loss on 10 points. A lot of those teams, uh, teams like uh, NEC and Toyota Verblitz, have lost their games that they've played, but one, two, uh, by default to be there. Uh, so, yeah, it's quite hard to get a gauge on which teams are flying, which teams are struggling, because um, there's been so many disruptions. Uh, you've got like Shizuoka Blue Revs on zero points uh, with NTT Dokomo, but Dokomo have played two games and lost two and defaulted one where... The Blue Roofs have defaulted three, obviously. So, um, yeah, can't read into it too much. Uh, but it'll be interesting to see what happens there. The bottom three teams from this division will be playing the top three teams in Division 2 in a promotion relegation game. Uh, and at the moment, the standings for those six teams, they've got Hino first in Division 2, followed by the Dinobores, both teams on two wins. Hino just... Uh, Slightly ahead by one point at the moment with two uh, bonus point victories. You got the Liners and Honda Heat on five points apiece. And then the Sky Actives, Hiroshima and Kamashi Sea Waves are yet to get off the mark on zero points. So all those games uh, have been played so far. Uh, touch wood that it'll keep going. Uh, and then I uh, see in Division 3, you've got uh, Shoki Shadows on 10 points from their two games that they... They've just won both by default. Hopefully they'll be playing their first game this round. Uh, followed by oh, the mighty Red Regulines and the Blue Sharks on six points apiece. Both of them have got one default win. Uh, followed by a bonus point loss. So both teams you'd uh, normally see 
finding it out at the bottom of the bottom division, but uh, at the moment flying high, second and third, followed by uh, Nikud and Voltex on five points with one played bonus point win and a default loss. You've got the uh, Senex Blues with one uh, win and one default loss on four points, and then Kurita uh, Bordegash on two default losses. So there's been a lot of disruptions in Division 3 as well, hopefully, again, most teams have got through to the other side and we can get a bit of rugby uh, over the next few weeks to see uh, what all the teams are about. Got a few interviews uh, coming up with a few team with a few plays from different teams. So hoping to get those out to you uh, soon as well. Um, some great stories there. And yeah, like I said, that uh, just about does it. Enough of me rambling. And then uh, hope you enjoy the rugby of the weekend and I'll uh, see you again next week for another roundup. Let's go. Thanks for listening to another episode of the JRW Podcast. Make sure to rate and share the pod if you enjoy it. And don't forget to use code JRW15 at the ANR Pro checkout for a 15% discount. Arigats, I'll talk to you next week.